Welcome into the Sunday fast break. As always, we're joined by former Illini and our analyst Trent Meacham. Two big Illini wins this week, but Trent, I think this one at Minnesota was one that Illini fans have been waiting a long time for. Illini fans, they've been saying, okay, let's not play down to the level of our competition. Let's have a truly dominating performance. Uh, I want to see made free throws. Let's not turn the ball over. Let's show out like a top five team in the country. And man, this, this team on Saturday against Minnesota did all those things and more. Truly a dominating performance, spectacular play all around. And another triple-double for Ayo Desumu. He is just making a name for himself as a potential national player of the year. Two triple-doubles in, in four games, is that it? I mean, it's, it's incredible what he's done consistently. He's been consistently great. He's been a closer like we've never seen, I think, in Illini history, but across the history of college basketball, what he's done to close out games, you know, the National Player of the Year, it was almost a foregone conclusion with Luca Garza. Almost before the season started, he started off so well then to, to begin the season, and it, he was just penciled in. Well, I think Io's got a real, real strong case now. If Luca Garza gets a National Player of the Year, it's not, it wouldn't be unjust, but for my money and my guy, it'd definitely be Io DeSumo. He has just been terrific and then you think about the way that his team's playing how he's willing this team to victories how he closes games out and I love his playmaking abilities and he's making everyone better I mean just been fantastic and just like you said he's kind of established himself as this closer Brad Underwood didn't want to say what his favorite IO closing moment was because he thinks there's more to come here in the NCAA tournament I mean what is a what kind of damage does a player like IO do at that level when we look ahead to the postseason I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment, but, but I always been, been, <laughs> been a living legend right now with the way that he's playing. And to, to think he's never played an NCAA tournament game, okay? He's never played an NCAA tournament game. So um, I think we're all really excited to see him show out on the biggest stage of college basketball. You kind of feel like this is what he's made for, and, and this is his moment coming down the stretch. I love the way that he's playing. I think his teammates are rallying behind him. So I'm just excited to, to watch these games, get some popcorn out, and, and enjoy this team because they're playing so well right now, and especially enjoy Io DeSumo while he's here. He's just been terrific. And, of course, Io playing at a high level, but he had a lot of help against Minnesota from his teammates. That's been a thing because Io and Kofi are, are so good. They're so good, and so I think that's allowed other guys not to have to be consistent, but if this team is really going to make a push, if they're really going to have a chance at a Final Four, a national championship, of course, there's those talks, and I think this team – uh, wants to be there, expects to be there. You need other players stepping up. And against Minnesota, Trent Frazier was very good on both ends of the floor, took away Marcus Carr almost completely, and then 15 points chipped in. Uh, Jacob Grandison was terrific as well. So this team is going to need some other players stepping up. But all around, I mean, when you think of Georgie Bashanasvili, Adam Miller, Andre Curbelo played well again tonight, you're going to need a full team effort to, to make, make a run in the tournament. And uh, against Minnesota, was a great, great team effort. And I remember this was even before the season started. You and I were talking about how this is such a guard-heavy team, and I think we're starting to see maybe a little bit of the benefits of that, especially with guys like you mentioned, Jacob Grandison and Trent Frazier stepping up. Uh, no question. Uh, I think really guys are finding their roles. I think everyone's right. kind of stepping into the roles and, and comfortably kind of filling in where Kofi and Io leave off. And so you need those players stepping up on both ends of the floor. And what I think the biggest thing is, can they provide great energy? I thought against Minnesota, 
I mean, for 40 minutes, that's another thing we, we've been wanting. A 40 minute effort was great energy, great intensity, very active hands on both ends of the floor. And then what that does, it allows you to get out in transition. 31 points in transition. That's where this team's at their best and they were uh, just lightning in the open court today. Now, Illinois playing for a Big Ten title here. It's a very different position than they were last year when they were just kind of fighting to get a spot in the tournament. But they I thought they looked like a top five, a final four team against Minnesota. That's that's what uh, I think the expectations were hopefully coming in from both from the team and fans. I think there's obviously a lot of talk with scheduling and can this team win a Big Ten title because of Michigan's long pause. I think the biggest thing is those things are going to shake out, okay? Illinois is going to get a crack at Michigan. Those things will work out, but does this team continue to improve? Is this team playing its best basketball heading down the stretch? The last week is, was a great sign. Not the prettiest game against Northwestern after the first five, ten minutes or so, but you got to win, and then really a dominating performance, which we wanted to really put a team away with so many games coming up. Can they continue improving and playing at that elite level that they need to if they're going to beat some teams that are going to throw different matchups at you here coming into March. Now, I don't think it's going to be this dominating win that we're going to see, especially through this last stretch of the season. They have Michigan State, another team on the road next week. I mean, this, this is a tough stretch that they have going forward with all of these road games. They have one more home game left this season. Yeah, well, you end with Wisconsin, Michigan, Ohio State on the road. That's a, that's a gauntlet, okay? But before then, Michigan State got a win against Indiana on Saturday. They're playing better. They're an athletic, physical team. Uh, you know, Nebraska gave Illinois a lot of troubles in Lincoln uh, a week ago. So every night can be tough. And that's why I think you take it and you're happy, but you're thrilled when you get a really, you know, easy win because that just doesn't happen in the Big Ten. That speaks to the potential of this Illini team. But you just take it one game at a time. The, the season's coming down to the stretch. I think teams can kind of go one or two ways. It's been a really long strange year, bizarre year. And as we talked before the season started, those teams that handle the adversity the best, I think those are the ones that are going to be standing at the end. And so far, Illinois has done a terrific job of handling all the stuff away from the court and that allows them to play to their potential on the court. And I think this is a very meaningful part of their season to be heading on this win streak and ending the season like this, heading in to the postseason, what could that do for confidence or, or momentum just heading into this final stretch and into the postseason? Yeah, you said confidence, and I think this is a this is a mental game. Confidence is everything. I think Io's his mental toughness, his confidence infuses the rest of the team. But you need you need Adam Miller shooting with confidence. You need Andre Curbelo playing with confidence. You need Georgie Bishanasvili uh, making post moves with confidence, not getting frustrated. And so that's key heading down the stretch. I think a big key is hey, if you lose a game, you're going on the road against some tough opponents, you don't let that get you down for the next game, and you build from that. Because adversity is going to come. Not every game is going to be easy, no matter who you're playing. And if you lose a game, bounce back quickly, grow from that, and get the next one. Now, I think that there's this old cliche, right? Defense wins championships, and we talked about the defensive performance uh, against Minnesota. Is that something that can take Illinois here to the next level? I think the cliche is defense wins games, rebounding wins championships. Fair so, enough. <laughs> but I'll, I'll give you, you know, that's all right. I think those are, those are keys for this team because you think if you defend, if you rebound, then you get out in transition, then you get in the fast break. 
Okay, national player, there's no question. Io is the best player in the country in transition. And then you saw the way against Minnesota that Kofi Coburn, Georgie Bashanasvili, the way they run the court as bigs. So I think defense and rebounding, you do those two <laughs> things, this Illini team can truly beat anyone. It's easier said than done. More, other teams are going to throw more at you. I'm still waiting, okay, as good as this team is, I'm waiting for them to beat a really physical, hard-nosed team. They haven't quite done that this season. So I'm high on this team. I'm excited about them heading down the stretch. But I want to, want to see them really uh, overcome Ohio State. Michigan coming up. That's what I want to see. Yeah, and those are exciting ones. I know we talked about this Michigan matchup last week and if it was even going to happen or not, but I think just having it on the schedule is very exciting for Illini fans and the team. I'm, I'm pumped for it. I know these guys are, you know, they're, they're kind of hunting Michigan because they got that better record. They had that pause. Obviously, they didn't play when they were originally scheduled to a couple weeks back, and Michigan's very, very good. I think a key, though, is before that, you have some other games. You can't let one of those games slide. you got to continue improving. Don't get caught in the proverbial trap game and just continue growing as a team. I love where their, their mindset's at. I think Coach Underwood, that staff, has done a terrific job. So now it's finishing strong because uh, we're, we're getting close to the finish line now. Right, and I, I think right now all focus is on, okay, Illinois can win a Big Ten title here. But if they head into the tournament with – you know, a one through five seed. I think that's still a big stepping stone for this program, given where they were last year. I think it's fair to say that they'll still be heading into this tournament with expectations and they're going to have a pretty, pretty good seed. Well, you're in the Big Ten now, so that's kind of the first goal. Can you win a Big Ten championship? We're kind of knocking on the door. You got to finish strong. It's not going to be easy. Then you kind of shift your mindset to the NCAA tournament where Illinois, this program hasn't been in a long time. And now, you're there, you're gonna have a great seed, you have expectations, can you make a real run? This team is legit, there's no question they have the, the horses, they got a couple pros in there that can beat anybody, but uh, it's not gonna be easy, and I'm just excited to see this, uh, to see this team heading down the stretch, uh, because there's so much, uh, been so much expectation to see this team delivering on it right now, is just a lot of fun. Yeah, well, we'll see how they do postseason. I, I know that they still have a lot of basketball left to play, but I think all eyes are, are on the postseason at this point. Hey, so it's, it's exciting. We're, we're getting towards March. March Madness is coming. I mean, this is exciting. This is what you want. Awesome. All right, Trent, thank you as always. We'll do it again next week.